Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, we actually had to get three space heaters and I found a hair dryer and I just had to sit here for the last 20 minutes and now he's he's moving again. We got him that oil can. The Tin Man is alive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, things all change when it gets cold. Oh, man. Oh. And, uh, your whole perspective in life changes. Your attitudes change. Your voice changes. <laughs> <laughs> you should have heard him when he first got in here. It was unbelievable. I thought it was a 12-year-old kid. Um, so Chiefs back out on the practice field yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, everything looking good. There were a couple players it looks like they're being cautious with, though, which is probably smart. That's what it is. Daryl Williams, who has had that lingering toe injury, they kept him pretty much on a limited basis. And Rashad Fenton, whose back tightened up prior to their previous game with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And apparently those, well, the spasms that he's having haven't really greatly alleviated themselves quite yet. So he was kept at, uh, oh, maybe a light workout as well. So Williams and Rashad Fenton, but otherwise everything was in pretty good shape and the Chiefs look like they're ready to go. Hopefully, you know, just walking in here this morning, I now, it's un- it, this is an unfair comparison because you're walking in from a warm car or a warm house, but how on earth can they play football in temperatures like this? They're built different, and they're kids, too, man. Come on. Now, they are young, yeah, and they're yeah. big. Yeah, and they're big. And a, lot of, the, a lot of meat on those bones to protect us. There is some protection that you can put on the skin, but it's only limited. Yeah. For instance, a lot of them use Vaseline, and that does that does work to some extent, but it doesn't keep it warm. So oh, really. man. Uh, I know. I'll tell you, you better be concentrating on football when you're playing in temperatures. Yeah, like I, this. I'll never forget with those cold games is is how your, your extremities are the things that start to suffer. Your hands and your arms, your core always. It seems like you get too hot. Eventually, you get to this point where you're like, part of you is freezing, part of you is hot. So it's a real mixed bag. That's a dangerous thing. But um, they're like I said, they're kids. They'll handle it. They'll handle business. And the crazy thing about this too is that in 365 days. This Sunday, that means the Chiefs and the Bills have played three times in 365 days because they played each other in the AFC Championship game. They played each other in this past regular season. Sunday, arguably, a lot of people already call them what this should be the Super Bowl. Well, in, in all honesty, it, it it is in sports called a rubber game. That's what it is. Anytime you have a third, a tiebreaker in this one. But the interesting factor is, and I found this ratio, scoring ratio, the first team that reaches 38 should get the win. <laughs> now, the Chiefs beat the Bills 38-24 last January, just about a year ago, almost to the day. I think it was maybe the 24th or Something somewhere like around there. So, 38-24. Uh, when they played in October, the Bills won 38-20. So, you look at this, well, come on. 38 is going to be your optimum score? I don't think it is. I think the game may be, considering the weather conditions, a lot higher scoring than that. I think there will be a lot of up-and-down football. But over and above that, interesting because both these clubs can put points on the And they are going to have to strike first. Each team is going to strike first. Part of me wishes that if the Chiefs do win the flip, they take the ball and go down the field and score, just so they're ahead. I like that plan. Differ, well, we'll differing philosophical yeah. approaches to that because uh, you all you ha- you can defer to the second half and get yeah. the ball in. But if you get out first, they have to chase you, and you want them chasing you. <laughs> um, last but not least, I know we're bitching about the cold right now, and what in the in the single digits right now, but. Uh, it's going to be really cold in Green Bay. Thankfully, here, it is single digits. That is true, but this, the skies are clear. 
Stars are out, moons, in other words, there's no snow, no ice, no nothing like that. Green Bay on Saturday may be a little bit different. First of all, why on earth? I know I, I know why it's television. Why do you play that game in Green Bay at night? Come on, people. Anyway, the temperatures will be about 5, 4, 5, 6 <laughs> degrees, somewhere around there, and a chance of snow. It's Green Bay and the San Francisco 49ers. In the, in the Packers' case, gang, that's their home. They know where they are. They know what's going, going on. They've played in conditions like that before. The 49ers have not. So uh, I think you have to give a nod to Green Bay in that game. I, you definitely, it's, I know that we said that these guys are professionals, but that could definitely give an edge. Um, but you know what? The 49ers look pretty damn good this past weekend. They looked a lot better than they had really all season, but you throw in uh, a high of five and a bunch of snow, man, that's going to that's gonna change things up. Green Bay is not Dallas, Texas. <laughs> no, that is true. Ned and about four of his friends went and watched the Bears play last night. Did they at least get the dub? The, the Bears are a very good basketball team. Uh, here's here's how good they are. Played Illinois State last night, and Illinois State had beaten the Bears earlier this year. Didn't last night. 88-63 to 63 was the final score, and it got out of hand pretty early with some incredible shooting. That's the one thing about Missouri State. They are a really good offensive basketball team. Of course, when you have an Isaiah Mosley and a Gage Prim, you're going to be pretty good. Here's the key. They take the, Dana Ford takes Isaiah Mosley out of the game, uh, after a couple of minutes, because he picked up two fouls, he has two points. He's the leading scorer. He's had three of three games of thirty or more. He's the guy you're looking at. Oh my God, what are they going to do now? His buddy from Columbia Rockbridge, Jamonte Black, comes in and starts lighting it up from three-point range, and then Prim gets loose underneath. Mosley eventually came back and did lead the team in scoring with 24, but Prim had 17 and Black had 14. That's the key. This is a very versatile basketball team, especially on offense, and they're very quick. Defensively, they all but shut down Illinois State. Illinois State's not that bad a team. But 88-63 was the final. The Bears for the game shot 57% from the field. damn good, man. Oh, that's huge. And uh, Illinois State was held to 35% and a a big win. And then considering what happened in the Valley last night with some upsets, that's that's a nice win. This is a very topsy-turvy league, and anything can happen. And then you take a look at the schedule and the league tournament, and the league, that tournament winner is the automatic qualifier to the NCAA. Could be anybody, any team. And it is just over a month and a half away. Man, getting close, getting exciting, which is cool. Hopefully we can get some more butts in the seats next time the Bears are playing the JQE. Crowd is uh, listed at 3,300. Um... um <laughs> No. <laughs> Next question. When do the uh, jury teams play again? <laughs> the uh, jury teams are going to play on Saturday. Well, let's let's singularize that to the one team will play on Saturday. Southwest Baptist from Bolivar comes down to play the Lady Panthers, and that'll be on Saturday afternoon. The men's game is already canceled. God, man, those guys can't catch a break, they dude. They are really having a tough time Ugh. over there. This is... This is, what, is it three consecutive or two consecutive. I, I'm not sure which, but consecutive games. And then they go back and look at the league, and my God, they, they've got about eight games to make up, all because of the, a COVID outbreak, and it apparently hasn't stopped yet. Anyway, the Lady Panthers and the Lady Bearcats from Bolivar will play Saturday at 1 over at the O'Reilly Family Event Center, and that'll be the, the only game.
You know, it's kind of crazy what's going on right now. A lot of people getting down with COVID across the board, so I'm not really surprised that that's happening now, but it just sucks that it already happened to the Jury Panthers a few times already this season. Uh, Not good timing. Uh, Last but not least, we are getting close and close. What, what, two and a half, three weeks to the Olympics? It's less than that. Yeah. February 3rd. Is right close, is. very close. But uh, obviously, there is a possibility we could see another miracle on ice situation since the NHL players aren't playing in this year's Olympics. But there is a silver lining there to that. There is very much of a silver lining. And you're right, the NHL players are not. They have been prohibited by, and, and many of the players are the ones who put this up for vote by the NHL because of COVID. And uh, because of some other instances, some of the international players in the National Hockey League, the Swedes and the Bulgarians and the Hungarians and Russians and so forth, aren't happy with it. But hey, they're under contract at the NHL, so they can't play. What's the silver lining? It is this. There have been 98 National Hockey League games postponed because of COVID. Well, the dates have been set aside February 7th to the 20th for the Olympic hockey. Although there are no games scheduled, they're going to use that as your makeup. Therefore, the NHL is saying instead of st- uh, extending the season, which we would have had to have done, it's going to end on time when we wanted to, which is April 29th. Stanley Cup will begin and end hopefully before July the 1st, which sounds way late, and it is, but that's the way they have the schedule planned. But it does offer them that protection, and they're going to be able to make up many of those games. That's good, and uh, slowly getting back to the way the hockey season is supposed to go because it's so crazy that the way because of COVID they had to postpone it, then it ended, started the next week. They're slowly getting back to that date, so hopefully I they can hope pull that it off. Continues, but too. hey, man, if you're a hockey fan, you are eating good here <laughs> in the next few weeks. Ned, have a great day and stay warm, my man.